Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, tell us what it is, damn it. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Evan Giddings in for Matt Stein. That's Daryl the Guru Johnson. Lorenzo Neal with you here on a very special edition of Steiny and Guru because the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. The comeback kids rally from down 17 at the half to beat the Lions from Detroit, and they are moving on. I mean, I know it's different than what they did in 2017. Hello is just grooving. He's moving. <laughs> the gooster. In the goo machine. Let's get it, goo goo. Gooster. <laughs> the gooster. <laughs> the gooster, man. Well, I'll tell you what, the Niners did goose the Lions yesterday. Boy, I they mean, goosed them. They, they goosed them, man. I mean, it, look, the Niners took that game, and, and to me, like we were talking about uh, Brock Purdy, right? And, and how this guy has kind of just taken the quarterback position. He's elevated it, he's changed it, and he's done it really in about a year and a half. You know, to me, I thought there were in the second half a couple of just unbelievable plays that he made. For example, the one to Jawan Jennings, the one-handed grab, he goes up and snags that out of the sky. Oh, boy! That was to extend the drive to get the first three points. I mean, if they go empty on that first drive out of half, you're still looking at a 17-point lead. Detroit still has all the momentum on their side, and then you might be cooked. That's a huge play. And the height he put on it, y'all. Oh. He puts he threw it to God. He's like, let it bloop. It was and nasty. he went up and got it. A little it rainbow. Was, and how it, the one hand though. Hey, you know you go back to that where the slam back in the day when LB when LeBron used to go really can get up yeah. in the sky, grab it back there and just threw it down. I mean, like the goal. Yes. When he <laughs> grabbed that, bro, everyone's like, oh my goodness. You started to feel that was one of your big momentum switches. You thought that was a big change, it right? It wasn't there? the biggest one, but wasn't that biggest... quietly was oh, no, no. a huge yeah. it was, play. No question, it was huge. I agree. Because the Gibbs fumble to me was like, okay, now we're short circuiting. Like yeah, that you was. Saw him coming you, you don't even got to earn it. Where you got to score, yeah. but we're going to give it to you right here. And it was a bad, oh, fumble, dumble. Yeah, if golf, he got it. It was just. Let me, I said, they're about to pull this I, thing I, out. I tell you, one of the biggest ones to me were. Okay, you didn't convert on the first fourth down, right? Who was the receiver? He misses the ball. Reynolds. Reynolds. But then, <laughs> with the, then it was a. I think of the next series, it was a third down, and he runs a crossing route. Oh, hit him right there. That part. Yeah. Now, when I seen I was, that, yeah. that, that for me, I said, "Hush, hog, I hear a bear." <laughs> oh boy! What crazy. was the game flipping play what for you? If yeah. there was one, <laughs> yeah, we're trying trying to reel this yeah. hog back. <laughs> Evan, you knew it was gonna come out. You and two brothers, man, we're gonna go crazy. 
here. Well, speak, I mean, look, I do, I do the kickoff show with you for every single road game at Lowe's, so I understand how we can we can get on topic, we can get oh, yeah. off topic with the Absolutely. best of them. But I mean, that's good. Well, speaking of getting off topic, Goose good at that too, right? Oh, he, he was. He's, he's that's better. a backward that's insult, Lowe's. No, no, no. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> The focus. Go ahead. Go ahead. Heather. Well, I was going to say Brock Purdy was off topic yesterday. I thought the like, damn it. The yeah. 49ers quarterback was off topic. No, he he did his thing. Man. He was working outside. He was he was darting up the middle. The other big play, of course, I thought was on that final drive. They go and they get the score, that, that final touchdown where they punch it in for Elijah Mitchell. Brock Purdy's third and four 20-yard run up the middle. Amazing. Man. I mean, the, the offensive line were in the locker room. Trent was talking about it. Aaron Banks was talking about it. They're holding their man. They're, they're, they're trying to keep their guy inside to keep them out of perfect and Purdy's 20 yards downfield they're like I didn't know this they quarterback the had that the crowd like oh okay I guess we got the first man, down his legs helped him man that was the most aggressive type of running that I've ever seen out of Purdy you can say what you want he's had some runs this year and last year but without a doubt yesterday was his best ability and showed his best ability with his legs and the willingness to say I want to do this yeah. the spinning out to not going down, being actually in the grasp and getting ready to get tackled, but saying, I'm not going down. One, two guys trying to tackle him, him breaking tackles. and ta- This, by far, was his finest hour. Mm, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Goot, what was the big play for you? You said you meant, you mentioned the Gibbs fumble. Do you think that was where you felt like, oh, th- this game is for the 49ers? It was the first time I really felt like Detroit – Look themselves in the mirror like, oh, we really effed up. The the other things were our decisions, but yeah. this fumble to give them and the opportunity short to field. knock off seven in a short field, soon as that thing got in and they converted, I think I, you got the touchdown or whoever scored, I was like, oh, man, I've seen this movie before. And, lo, I just can't get over, as Evan said earlier, man, they didn't come back with two minutes left uh, in the fourth quarter. This meltdown culminated in the third. It was absolutely like, you know that's yeah. an avalanche. It, it was it was a typhoon. It was wow. more than it was it was more, it was a, it was a tsunami. Yeah. What how this happened? And I, I'm telling you, you, my moment, my defined moment. I remember sitting with with Uncle Vern, Vern Glenn, our guy, and, and, yeah. and, and Vern. He just you know me and Vern were talking. We're just having a good time watching the game. And there's other guys in there. And shout out Brian. You know you were hating on me a little bit. And they're like, oh, well, oh the <laughs> Niners, the Niners, yeah. you know. And I said, okay. They were, you know, coming at me. Cause a lot of guys want to come at me because I played. And so so I'm not always right. I'm not God. So I'm, I'm wrong. And so I remember Vern, and they were like, oh, well, he usually go for it. This is okay for mm-hmm. him to go for it. They shouldn't do it. I said, but when's there an exception to the rule? And I told Vern, I touched him because everyone else was over talking. I said, Vern. Niners win this game. I'm telling you right now, the Niners win this game. I knew the wow, Niners would. Wow. That's when I got my faith back because okay. I thought it was over. I thought the game was over because you could go up three scores. Now you erase the field goal. <sighs> when he decided, even though I understand that, and that wasn't the worst one because he had a chance to still tie it up the second time, but that first one, I told Vern. I said, Vern, Niners win this game. Wow. On the Comcast business text line, 415 is with you. He yelled fumble so loudly I made my two sons cry. <laughs> <laughs> for the 415, the first drive of that third quarter ended with three points, but it was huge to get points on the board. But to me, I'm I'm, I'm with the 510 here. To me, it was it was the Brandon IU catch. That was when oh, I started to believe because again, we talked about this. They picked up that flag. Right. Remember, if that defender yeah. for Detroit Catches comes away with it. the pick, 
you're looking at, oh my gosh, what is, what is Brock Purdy yeah, doing? No Where is he throwing that it. football? But instead, the, I saw the boop to Ayuk on the Comcast business text line, yeah. the fluke to Ayuk. I mean, how the, the catch four, whatever you want to call it, that play was when I looked around in the press box okay. and I said, something is changing yeah, here no because the 49ers got fortune on their side. It was a break, but sometimes all you need is one break. And then to your point, Goo, the avalanche follows. Oh. If you hear that, that, that one kind of little instance, mm. you just sneak in there, you thread that needle, you get a little bit of hope in which no nothing in the game to that point has really gone their way. And Purdy puts it up, lets his guy go out and, and make a look, play. Come on, can we all and Ayuk did have to go like, get that ball. No doubt, because it looked like the defender had it no for it, uh, INT. Yeah. And then the, the doubt creeps back in, and right. Detroit's the euphoria of... So Humiliated. Well, it, After that happened, oh, you yeah. saw... They're I, like, what? Did that really happen? You, I saw... He was tracking dude. the ball like... Ayuk has no chance. And especially after you saw a guy earlier in the day who might have worse hands than that defender, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, make a similar type of catch man. falling to the ground, Evan and that preached. was the game-sealing yeah. play for the preached, Chiefs. Man. And instead, this is the yeah. game-opening play for the 49ers. That is a that play that half. will not be forgotten. And like Again, it's, the Niners got to go finish this off in two weeks, and we'll get to that. But that was a play um, – did man is just a staple of we were down and out and it hits the guy in the mask. It, it, well, it, who it, taught it. you how to catch? <laughs> but 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 to, to, to flip side, Goo, what about the Niners? Looks like an intercept. So after that play, but what about the Niners? Look like a perfect interception. The ball bounces off the defend the, the, the receiver of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Niners go to intercept it and it bounces back to the receiver uh, okay. from Detroit. I that, that, that play right there, you have to say that was crazy. Hey, and I was like, well, yeah, was, right, that yeah. was crazy, that was right? You know what I'm There's talking? a lot of stuff yesterday, yesterday that made you reevaluate religion. Yeah. Yeah. Like even the the play in in the Chiefs Ravens game when Lamar throws it to himself and catches like Willie Mays. Is that was crazy. I was like, oh I my God. It was it's unbelievable. It still got a first. That was crazy. <laughs> started oh, running. Boy. What was the craziest part about the game about the game yesterday to you? Niners beat the Lions. 888-957-9570 is the number. Evan and Fristani, Guru, low with you here on 95.7 The Game. Right, who's been hanging on? Let's get out to Therm the Funky Worm. Uh-oh. Is that an EPA? What's happened to my man? How you doing? You're on 95.7 The Game. What's going on? What's going on? Talk to us. Hey, man, look, let me tell you, Brock Purdy pulled a rabbit out of the hat, bro. He did He, he did his Patrick Facts. Mahomes yesterday. Facts. And, and if you look at it, we were getting our butts kicked. Really kicked. So I had all my, uh, you know, my wife, My wife, she got some baby daddies in there. I bring them over there to the house. And we watching the game together. You know, I got Giants. They, they, they Giants and Raiders fans. I'm the only Niner fan in the house. We back, get mollywhopped by, by the first half. Mollywhopped. I said, just wait. Wait till that third quarter hit. Wait till that third quarter hit. Man, when that third quarter hit, man, we was smoking them jokers. Wow. And then they, <laughs> then we, we had to play we had to play catch up just to catch up to their level, and then they, they lost the game. Reynolds. When I see Reynolds yesterday, man, after he got off the bus, that joker was crying. Crying. He's a scrub. He was he was crying because he dropped two passes two wide open. Yeah. Yeah. He that's facts. 
No he question. was pro. Hey, boo boo. He's there. Stop. 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 He had a party at the house. He said, yes, he did. He said, wife's baby daddies, right? Well, I, he, <laughs> there was multiple. Oh, yeah. he, it was he, plural. He, was, oh, he, he had was a shook. party. He said he had a party. It was, yeah. He was shook. I, I tell you right now, I'm trying to get something started at the stadium. If they, oh. you know, when, when, when there's a, when you start, when this type of comeback happens. Yeah. Now you tell me how good would this be if they get this going at the stadium after a big play? Give me my number. Give me my number. Give me my number. Give me my number. Good. You gonna slide? Is it a two, three? Yeah, you gonna slip that? Goo, goo. What is it? Slip the knife in. Oh, soccer. So you're down by 17. Yeah. You on fourth down. It happens. Yeah. Spudo, you're the man. Hello, production. I didn't think what it was. Think about if this was at the after that happened after that turnover and you said. I believe in the same. I believe that we can win. Do you know hypey that? You can, no. Oh, I'm well, with give it. me my number, Goo. Yeah, no, no, no. Just give me I'm, the I'm number. Is it a two, one? Is it a one? I'm going to give you a four. Now. Okay, okay, four. That, that's yeah. the way it felt, though, you. after that, that Reynolds drop, He said, because I missed you. Yeah. That's because I missed you. You know, it did, Evan. It was like the, it's starting to happen. They're, they're, they're breaking down. But that was another situation, again, where I thought the Lions got away from who they were. It was in their nature to Man. get aggressive, to go for it on fourth and two. I didn't have a problem with that okay, one as much right. as I did the, the three right. points in the second uh, or the fourth quarter that we were talking about earlier. But again, you're getting seven yards on the ground per play. Man. And the throw goes to a backup receiver who hasn't touched a ball to Man. that point in the game. I can't necessarily fault him for getting alligator arms when people are yelling, getting loud, they're in his helmet. Yes. And Josh Reynolds, to his credit, has played well for them all season. But in that situation, really throughout the game, the there were two massive play calls in the second half for the Lions. That one that he dropped on fourth and two, the next drive on third and long, and Goff hit him in the chest. Both times he chest. got alligator arms. Yeah. And the moment was too big. So, the second one was yeah. the first one was the toughest, Goo, because I can throw you the ball ten <sighs> times, and I, if you catch, but with you're your, right there, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, the diamond. Going. But now if I ask you to turn your hands over, <sighs> Lo, and I still got to catch. I, you, you do, but I guarantee you, you would you would drop it way more than when you get it, because now the, your hands can actually clamp. When you turn like this, it's just and it hits the yeah. hand. Sometimes it bounces off, so it, yeah. it's a little hard, and you're running. So. I, I, he still should have caught the ball. I'm not saying he still should have caught the ball. I listen to, and you tell me, guys, if I'm be if this is too much revisionist history. Sometimes you send a, a captain to do a lieutenant's job. Mm. Should that ball, because the great Jerry Rice, Michael Irvin, Chris Carter's of the world, they live for that moment. The Niners D hadn't stopped you. Their secondary was that a ball that should have went to Laporta or St. Brown and maybe took Reynolds. Just the thought. I'm asking of you know what? Maybe if that. That moment's too big for Evan. We're going to have St. Brown run that route and trust him to make that play. In a perfect world, yes, but I also think that Coverage dictated that. He was wide open. He was, I mean, he, yeah. he's they wide open. you got to make that catch. Yeah. And the thing about it, you would have had a different Catches. corner on him. Yeah. Exactly. The, the, it, and, and that's so hard. All he had to do was rotate his hands. But that's like you said. The moment got too busy. He's running across. Instead of rotating his hands and now making the diamond yeah, this he way, tried he tried to do yeah. it this way. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. makes it hard. I hit the text on that. And just let me know, do you believe that <laughs> I believe we can win is a good? Because yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still – Goo kind of hurt me. And then put your – I believe that we, I believe that we will win.
And then let me know what you guys think. All right, Goo, you tell us yours. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you tell us yours. And what 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 chant would you like it to stay? I mean, because I, I, I think mine right now. I, I think it's appropriate though. Okay. It was 24-7. You thought I appreciate your honesty okay. saying you thought they lost. I Twitter did. was going crazy. He wasn't, I don't know where you're at, Evan. I mean, I it was, was like, like 5%. I need to see another play or score. Again, then you, I'm there. you could always win, but it, it to me, that was a game. It's like if Detroit just does what they keep that, doing, there's no way they're gonna lose. Boy, but they went man. away from who they were, man. and the Niners woke up. And that's again, that's also they, why you did they the wake up? From. Did they wake up, or because did, they didn't stop to run? They still haven't stopped to run in two weeks. So did Detroit they wake did up? That or did Detroit, yeah. That's so. Yeah. That, so I understand yeah. what you're saying. But they were the beneficiaries. I, I agree because they kept like, more so yeah. on the offensive side of the ball. Like yes. they, they they started the putting offense, drives together. Offense cook, cooking Purdy with made Chris. some ridiculous plays. Yes, yes. yes. Has uh, offense was cooking with yeah. Crisco. Has anybody has any first attempt tackler ever tackled Debo Samuel? Like, mm, how many men did he call. make no. miss yesterday? No. Just getting wiggled. He's special, Tight man. spaces. Uh, he's opening a phone booth. Like, Debo Samuel made a mockery of a lot of guys yesterday. They had a pretty damn good. They he were, was hitting that. Oh, go ahead, Lo. No, no. One guy was on his leg, and the guy, right when he caught it, grabbed right. his leg. That's and he's right. pulling him, and then other guys had to come help him. That, and that... No. Hitting the corner where you're like, oh, he's going out of bounds. Franco Harris and he's like, no, they don't want to. Hit another ball. gear. Yeah. <laughs> to one more, two more, three, four more yards. Everybody runs out of bounds untouched like business decisions. Yeah, I mean, you give the ball to him in the flat, and that's why, again, I, I said earlier this week, and I, I take it back, I didn't know if they needed Debo to win that football game, but watching the way that it unfolded Man. and what the Niners needed from everyone – they don't win that football game without no number doubt. 19. No doubt. That's why you're paying the big bucks. 888-957-9570 is the number. Let's get out to the phone lines. Evan getting in for Steiny. Goo, low with you here on 95.7 The Game. Let's go to Mr. D in San Francisco. Mr. D, Mercedes. how are you feeling about the win? Hey, guys. Listen, uh, I'm ecstatic because I got a lot of friends from Michigan and they were blowing my phone <laughs> in the first half. The mitten. They was blowing it up. And they were sending me memes. I got a meme with a whole bunch of lions on the Golden Gate Bridge talking oh, about the lions oh. are coming. No, that's oh, and, I, and, I, and I sent them back. I said, they may be coming, lions, but they're going to leave kitty cats. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. But, hey, Lo, what's going on? What's happening, Kim? I, I, I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Do you know anybody by the name of Kill from Lemore? Yes, I know the Kills in Lemore, brother. Wow. You know I know the Kills. I know everybody in Lemore. <laughs> Baby, how you know the Kills? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Pass the Kill. Yeah, well, uh, I know the pastor down there. Pass yeah, the Kill. Yeah, well, I told, yeah, I, I told Pastor Kill. That's my friend. I told Pastor Kill, I said, look, uh, Lobi uh, quoting some scriptures, but he don't be quoting them right. He said, okay, I'll tell Florence about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I'm so weak. I just, I'm weak. To, I just want to get on there and let you know. I, I, I'm a left, I'll be listening to you. I'm going to let Florence know when you're off. Okay, I'm going to get them scriptures together, brother. Uh, I'm going to get them together. Pray for me when you pray. All right, but listen, let me just, let me just say this. I knew for me, I knew the Niners was going to win when they scored more than 19. If you think about it, 
after they uh, every game they lost, they scored less than 19. Mm. Once they scored more than 19, I knew it was over. Mm. That is true, Mr. D. Anytime yeah. they got in 20 or more, tough to beat well, and tough outs. Well, he said the scriptures, you got to get them right. No, I'm trying to think of a scripture I've been quoting lately. Leviticus. That was first been down here. Oh, let's keep it rolling here. Let's get out to John of Castro Valley. He wants to talk about the man of the hour, Brock Purdy. What's going on, Josh? You're on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, fellas? Gooster, Lolo, Evan, happy to be on with you What's up, baby? The vibe, fam, the vibe is immaculate uh, today, man. I love watching, listening to Morning Rose with you guys. I feel so good, man. I got a lot of things I want to talk about, but I'm going to hit y'all with this, right? You know, for for those that play Madden, you know, when it's 21, when you when somebody goes up 21, what you got to do? Pass, pass the, the sticks, six. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pass the sticks, dude. When he, when he did it, when he did it, go for it. I was fourth and goal. Mm-hmm. Talking about sticking to your nature. You think the field goal at the end of the half, wow. I'm like, if they score, this is game. We down 21. He don't get the field goal. I'm like, oh, that's not like Dan Campbell, but I'll take it. You know, like you and Madden, I'm, I got the ball back. I'm down 17. All I got to do is score to stay in the game. We score. We get the field goal. We stay in the game. Reynolds drops the pass. That's when I knew, right? Even in Madden, you need something fluky to happen, right? You need something fluky to happen when you're down big. He drops that when he should have caught. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, we in the game. Let's, let's drive. Let's get down the field let's score let's do it and once that happened it's a ball game it's a seven point game anything can happen you get the fumble we right we right we right back in it so that's when i knew that the game had shifted that's when i started feeling good i'm screaming i got my three-year-old and one-year-old in the house <laughs> screaming with me. it's going crazy we having fun i know it turns up at that point you know so i'm feeling good and i will say to, to the defense's credit they they stood tall when they needed to in the second half they they forced them into a fourth down that's what they weren't doing on the, on the, in the first half. They weren't even getting to a third down to even, mm. you know, force the fourth down. So they were forced to fourth down. Dan Campbell made some bad decisions, and, you know, it, it played out in our favor. And the last thing I'm going to say to y'all is Brock Purdy, man. Brock Purdy, because what people say to elite quarterbacks, right, they can make plays, and he makes plays. Yeah. He did that when he, when he came in last season, right? He was at Tampa Bay game, he out of the pocket, moving around, throwing darts. And I honestly think he forgot that he can be a playmaker because the offense is so efficient that at the end of that Packers game, he's like, oh, I can scramble. He scrambled, we score, we win the game. And I think that triggered his mind a little bit to say, you know what, I do got that in me, let me get to it. That's, that's what makes Mahomes Mahomes is that ability to scramble. Mahomes even talked about it. I watched the interview. Mahomes was talking about, you know, I scramble more in the playoffs, so I need to make plays. And that's what Brock Purdy can do. He's got the arm, he's got the dots, he's got the IQ, but he's quick. He's quick. He, he can is get, quick. You know, he can get yeah. He's fast what people he, think. You can do it. You know what I'm saying? So I got confidence in the Niners. You know, the defense got to just come out with a little bit more ferocity and then the first half. Talk some mess. I need Greenlaw talking, talking his mess. I need Fred talking his mess. You know what I'm saying? Getting somebody's grill, you know what I'm saying, early on. They need that fire. They got that fire in the second half, which is why the defense played better. They got to come out with that fire early on in the Super Bowl. I'm feeling good. It's going to be a great game. Bang, bang. Enjoy, baby. Do it for the bang. Let's go. Lo, I know we're up against it. Can you tell Evan and I what a stinger is? Because when your boy hit the oh, Porter Greenlaw, Green it was hanging. I didn't know if it was separate. What's a stinger? Yeah, man. Right when it happened, I do was a stinger. I had people saying, "Oh, he dislocated his shoulder." I said, "No, he's a stinger. He's on fire right now." And you know, on fire. Oh, bro, like, uh, oh, you on fire? You burning? What's the matter, you burning? I mean, you, you, <laughs> you oh, get, well, <laughs> and that it, it go, it goes numb. So you get a tingle and oh. you get a burn. 
from your in your neck all the way down your hand, and you just drop it, and you're just trying to shake it to for get how to, long? Because you're like trying to get funny bone. Yeah, even worse, because you're trying to get feeling back in it, because you think you you feel like your arm has just come off, because all the nerves are sharp. It's ah. and so it just stings all the way down your hand. So you see guys just drop their shoulder. Oh, it's show. no! I say he's got a stinger. Oh, it's it's more serious than that. I say no, I it's a stinger. It and you know it's two or three minutes, and it starts to oh. come back. Mm -hmm. You know you put a little icy. Rocket had some during this season. Oh yeah, but them stingers, Stinger. they're, 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 no, they're no joke. It was they're one no of the unbelievable parts about an unbelievable comeback for the 49ers. There was also a great game on Saturday. Unfortunately, didn't result in a win for the Warriors, but a one-point double OT Ooh, loss. Lakers. And it is time for the call of the game, sponsored by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network is made for streaming live sports, which means it's the network that you can rely on in the biggest moments. These, the Xfinity 10G network, the best way to stream your Warriors. Draymond comes and screens for Curry. Curry the catch has an open three. Good! It's good! 4.7 to go! The Warriors take a one-point lead. 144-143. Uh, that was Tim Roy on the call. Unfortunately, the final shot for the Warriors is they fall short to the Los Angeles Lakers. But that was the call of the game sponsored mm. by Xfinity. Coming up next year on a Monster Monday, brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to first5california.com. Are you looking at the 49ers like they're the new comeback kids? All year long, we've called them front runners. Their last two games in the postseason, they've come from behind. A game-winning drive against Green Bay, a 17-point comeback against the Lions. How are you looking at the 49ers now after a magnificent performance in the second half to come from behind and take down Detroit en route to Super Bowl 58? Evan Giddings in for Matt Steinmetz alongside Daryl the Guru Johnson. A victory Monday with our man Lorenzo Neal in for all four hours for you. 888-957-9570 is the number. We're back after this on 95.7 The Game. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Merrill West Credit Union, working for you today, tomorrow, together. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Oh, the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl, and we are celebrating it here on a Victory Monday here on 95.7 The Game all day long. Morning, Rose. Steining Guru, Evan Infersteini alongside Lorenzo Neal, and of course, Willard and Dibbs coming up from 2 to 6. But we want to hear from you. 888-957-9570 is the number. Let's Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Kick this thing off with Sid and Bernardino. We have full lines here. Sid, what's happening, my man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, people? How y'all living? Talk to us, baby. Hey, hey, talk to me. I'll talk back. 
Hey, hey, first of all, I just want to start off with uh, you know, the the man that took my call, man, because I was really looking forward into the future, and he 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 set me back. He checked me. He big homie me. He told me, hey, hey, oh. let's just talk about this game. Oh, he, he was like, let's just talk Andy. about this game. So, okay, you know what I'm saying. So I want to get I want to get into that. I want to get into this game, man. And I'm gonna get into my just because he checked me. I'm gonna get into my serious voice. Hold on, let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> <laughs> 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 that first half. That first half. Was real ugly and dirty, <laughs> real ugly and dirty. But in that second half, Brock Purdy came through, cleaned up, and made it purdy. Nice. <laughs> hey, talk to me. I'll talk back. That was man. Wow. Yeah, that I was see nice. you, Sid. I, I see he's okay, a point. Sid. He's yeah. a point, and he didn't even know it. Nice. <laughs> They yeah. sound like NFL films. Well, yeah. In the first half. In the winds of Santa a radar. Yeah. <laughs> it was a clear, calm day at Levi's Stadium. And the Detroit Lions rolled into the first half, and it looked like they were going to mollywop the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. But they found Boy. a way, boys. They found a way. And I'll tell you this, because I know it's not the day, but Brock Purdy, is on, he's on the cusp of doing – if you can take down 15 in the midst of a little mini dynasty, I mean, I don't care what percent, Evan, or Lowe, you say, oh, he's a product of the system, which I still think is a bunch of hogwash. But Lowe, if somehow the Niners could get their six and young Brock gets this one, Lowe, I don't think Niners are looking for a quarterback in the next – like, I think that's going to be worth six years of you're our guy. Like, why would you go away? I know today's not the day, but if he can get this done and Kyle could finally say, you shown the masses and myself, you can do what I need to implement – why would you go away from that? It's like, well, you know, why if you have a, a you know, a Lexus, you yeah. want to upgrade to a Mercedes. Why do you have, you want to get a Tesla? It's like human nature, <laughs> okay. you, know, you know, just human nature. Sometimes you just try to always upgrade. You're saying, okay, let me go to the next level. You had Brett Farr and you not, not you had Brett, but you went out and got Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no. It's just, I, I don't, and I think it's, you have to realize coach's job is to replace you. Coach's job is to make this team better. Coach's job is not just Purdy. It's it's every it's everyone. Everyone has shelf life. So it's like I I don't know if this guy's the future of this. But this will help if he gets. Oh, this oh yeah yeah Brock yeah. He, okay. Oh but no oh you're one you're one thousand percent right. And like you and I said, you we think that uh, this guy has credit that's due. We all believe that. Oh, yeah. This guy should. You hammered that home today. Dude, he's it, got a roommate. It, wow. No like, question. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give him <laughs> some mistake. Exactly. This dude should get some money. I mean, right. even regardless of what happens in the future, I just think this team should say, what you did for us on this rookie Not contract in the first year, the second year, you got us to two NFC championship games, and then you got us to the Super Bowl. You played at a very high level. You was Mr. Relevant. You only make an eight, nine hundred thousand a year. I get it, that's good money. But you're playing at a very, very high level. You've already beat three. First-round yeah. quarterbacks, two first-round quarterbacks. You have been beating and showing everyone this. Look, two years from now, even if you decide to go somewhere, there's a $20 million check that we're going to cut for you just for your services, wow. just to make this right. And then if you decide to keep him, okay, keep him. But if, I'm just saying if you decide to let him go, you freaking got to do what's right. I just think what this guy has done for your organization and how he's jumped in here and has become not he's – not, he's no more irrelevant – he is very relevant, Man. and he is in the Super Bowl. And now, 
do we dare say that it could have been two years in a row you that could, this guy man. could have gotten to the Super Bowl because he probably beats Philadelphia being healthy? How fair is that? Oh, I'm glad you went there because that's where I was going to take it. It's the first NFC Championship game he's finished, wow. and he came back and he won it. And for all the questions about Brock Purdy, of and I've, I've certainly had them myself, of can he play from behind, can he do this when things aren't going his way? Really, my question was, could the offense as a whole operate with efficiency when Kyle Shanahan is uncomfortable play calling, when you kind of got to essentially run this offense on the fly? And Brock Purdy, I thought, in the first two games has answered those questions. Now, obviously, it's it's taken a little bit, as we've discussed, of Detroit making some wrong calls as well. The Packers, of course, had Dropping a chance to picks. close out of that okay. game in the divisional round. But to his credit, Brock Purdy doesn't have any control over what the other team does. All he can control is how he plays. And in the second half of back-to-back playoff games, he has played... Wow winning football and he has played with a difference of his predecessors his ability to use his legs and this is something we talked about during the week too goo the difference to me between purdy and goff was not necessarily that purdy's going to be more accurate or fit into tight windows or orchestrate this or orchestrate that he's more mobile he's not a yeah. statue he doesn't feel the pressure the way that jared goff does and those type of intangibles along with physical traits to me are what separates him from the guy he was facing yesterday and why Jared Goff, Nick Bosa said it during the week. I don't know if we were all listening. He said pressure can hurt Jared Goff. He'll start to feel that once you get him off his spot. One of the reasons why the pass to uh, oh, our, our, our boy Reynolds was a little bit off, because he was sliding to his left. Bosa he fell down. He right should have got him. Yeah. He might have been able to get to him. The pressure started to get into the head, I believe, of Jared wow. Goff, just the way the moment got into the head, heads of the Detroit Lions. And the one thing we did learn the last two games, at least so far for Brock Purdy in the postseason, the moment's not too big for him. No question. And you know what? I look at this one like another coach, as he said, Lorenzo, if you can look up, you can get up. And he always Damn. said a setback is nothing but a setup for a comeback. When you think about this Niner team, they've been in setbacks for two weeks. And we can say all that we want and who's this, and we can point the fingers and look, and we could be the radio, you know, this Monday morning quarterback coach, and we can talk about all the things they didn't do. But let's talk about the things they did do. We're still able to talk about them next, last week, and now we're still able to talk about them this week because what they did do is they finished their tasks that remained before them in spite of their imperfection. There's no, we talk about a guru all the time. Every time, guru, you're always transparent. You say, look, I'm not perfect. No, no one is. But so you look at this Niner team. Yes, we can nitpick and talk about things that they didn't do and all the things they got to get fixed yeah. and what is alarming. But let me tell you what they did do. They punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. They punched their ticket to the Super Bowl in spite being down by 17, in spite being down the week before by 10 or double digits, in spite of all the things, but despite being able to get ran through like a sieve, in, in spite of all the different things things that guys dropping coverages, missing blocks, all the different things, offensive line, can't run the ball at times, all these things that we can talk about and sit here and pontificate about. Yeah. But what we have to realize, though, there is 32 teams and there's only two remaining. And guess what? We get to talk about one of the teams that's still remaining and going to the show. No doubt. And it's crazy. You guys are on fire. And I'll say this. Oh, obviously, boy! Yeah, obviously, Evan, <laughs> you want to win the game 35-10. to 10, And had the Niners done that, these two past games, there still would have been the questions of what we've been talking about the first hour. Oh, the Niners, when they get their front runners, they can't come from behind. So, obviously, this was too close for comfort. You didn't have it. Uh, it drew 
up this way. But the fact that Brock Purdy, I haven't told you this, Low, Evan knows it, I think suffers from draftism. I think he's hated on because he threw for 31 touchdowns, 11 picks, and everything looked perfect. He threw over 4,000 yards. That's why people were like, I'm not buying or processing you telling me that dude is the guy. He did that. And then you tell me now in the playoff games, and I'm 50 cent, I'm 50 years old, I know what a good quarterback looks like. And on a good day, a good quarterback can have a bad one, but it's what do they do on that last drive. And to Evan's point, we saw it a week ago, down seven from a Brock, be a selfish, from a Brock Purdy standpoint, drove him down. And then this yesterday, down 17 to where some thought it was over. And I'm not even mad at them. I, I was halfway there. Brock halfway? Purdy is checking off all the boxes of it was pretty boyfriend. Floyd during the regular season, not a lot of stuff. I made it look easy, but then in the fire, Evan, in the midst of it, I can bring us back from 17. I can come back on my worst day. Like, what else do you need, man? Yeah. But this bling. Is it is it wrong of us, Guru and Evan, to think that this 49er team is just hands and you know, just that much taller, stand above the rest of the league? Because it's selfish as we do. Man, they're dominant. Man, they got one of the best offenses. They got so many weapons, a plethora of weapons. We talk about the defense, Hargrave, all the different guys that they got, Bosa, Fred Warner, and we just say, man, all these chess pieces. But is it selfish of us to think that this team is a step above everyone else in the league? Was that foolish of us? And just like, because this is the National Football League. It's hard to, to, to win in this league, and they're, yet they're still in the Super Bowl, even though it wasn't as pretty as we'd like. What is it that you know gives us that reserved and to say, God, it's just football? Evan, before you go, I'll say this to Lowe. I thought they were, and these last two weeks, that's taken a hit. Somebody will say, well, we don't care. They're in the Super Bowl. But I thought, like Lowe, you just said it, that they were head and shoulders above and I've realized maybe that gap is not as big, and that's why Green Bay and Detroit were able to take them to 15 rounds, and I'm a little, I don't know how I'm predicting this game against Kansas City, but this defense is not what I thought, Evan, and you check me, just giving me the facts like, goo, this D wasn't what you thought it was throughout the season, and I'm processing that. Yeah, I mean, look, they've never been the 2,000 Ravens or the 85 See, Bears defensively, but, but to me, it, why I would say that Yes, we did overrate them in the sense of the league. I don't think we were wrong to overrate them and put them heads above, uh, head and shoulders above the NFC. And I think that what they showed in these two games, even though Green Bay could have won that game, no doubt. Detroit could have won that game yesterday, no doubt. But to me, where they separate themselves and what does matter within football is the gumption and the mental toughness that we weren't sure was there because they've been beating the brakes off of everyone throughout the season. But they do have that, and they do have to their credit, as opposed to the youngest team in football in Green Bay, as opposed to a team with a young head coach, with a veteran quarterback, but a relatively young set of skill position players and defense. We look at the Lions compared to the Niners. I see players on the 49ers that have played in the Super Bowl before. I see players that have played in now three state NFC championship games. The amount of big games that those players have played in, I think showed up against the last two opponents and younger teams that they've played. That's something I don't know if we gave them enough credit for because we hadn't necessarily Mm. seen it yet because the playoffs hadn't started. But now... And again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But, you know, this is also a talking point we're going to have heading into Super Bowl week, which is, well, now you're facing a team that has been there and done it at the highest level more frequently than any team in recent memory. So 
how can you essentially flip the way that you've started, yeah. the way your defense is played, all these things we're going to break down. But to me, where they showed the last two games their medal, it was with their experience. And that's something that you cannot replicate, you cannot inject. And they had that from the start of this season, even if we were looking at them like they were the big bad bullies. Well, I, I think a lot of this guru stems from our perception. And sometimes perception is not reality. And sometimes because when I looked at this team early, I made a statement. I said, I think it was in training camp or like the third or fourth game. I said, can we say now that it's safe to say that the offense is better than the defense? You got to realize what we've seen in the last four years, the last four years, it's been defense, defense, defense. Yeah. By, by not even close. It's been Niners can run the ball 40 times. Your defense is going to hold. Defense was saying, we know that we have to take on and we know our offense with the quarterback and all the stuff that we have, they're going to run the ball. We got to do our job, not make mistakes, and we might win a 17-10 game. And so the defense was predicated on that, and that's the way that they went into the mentality of this team. The reason why I think that we're frustrated, I think, at times is because we see the, the holes in the defense, but now you look at this offense and you're like, Every time they touch the ball, we think they should score. So we think that our offense should be way more efficient. So when we saw the Green Bay game and we saw the way the game started off yesterday, you you, you say, okay, teams are going to score. But you think that your offense, because the weapons that you have, and sometimes they're stifling, you're like, no, this offense should be scoring more. Yeah. And I think that's what gives us that, like, that sense of like, whoa, wait a minute. We understand the defense has problems. We've always said, even the last couple of years, it's been the secondary is a problem, not up front. Now you're starting to see it on both levels. And so I think that that's the perception that the reality should be, man, I, the offense is the glue of this team. The offense is the, what is the, the driving force, not necessarily the defense. Defense is good, but it's no longer elite wow. defense. That, and I guess my only question to that would be, and it goes back to Evan telling me that it hit me in the head with a bag of bricks like goo. You didn't overrate them. Lo, if that is the case, because I talk about this three game, just looking back on the season, the three game losing streak, you were without Debo and Trent, but defensively, you were good. And Team Minnesota did some things, and we all kind of scoffed at it like it was kind of fluke. Cleveland ran the ball. Uh, we saw with Cincinnati, Joe Burrow came in here. That was an ass whooping. But yet there was so I'm just I'm talking out loud now, like I'm on a doctor's couch. I was still kind of in denial that the defense hadn't slipped that bit. But I told Evan and Steiny, maybe your offense has surpassed your D, and now the D could have slippage, but the offense will save you. And now we've seen when the offense takes a little time to save you and That's almost right. is not coming, right. were you looking for Superman? What is it? And So my question to you and Evan is real quick, because it's Positive Monday, why has the D taken a step back if you brought in Hargrave, you brought in a Randy Gregory, you flipped whatever for a Chase Young? What am I missing that this D is taking a step back? Yeah, I think that that's a the, that's the million dollar question. Yeah, I think when you look at this defense, you just see guys out of gap control. Wow. You see guys getting pushed off the line, and you you look at a guy that you know that I know you, you drafted him in the first round, ninety nine, and you, you we talked Ken Law. Wow. I see this guy getting and he's built like Tarzan, and and you know he's a better than Tarzan. No, I, I, I watched this guy and I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. But you watch him get pushed off the line of scrimmage. You see him get double teamed. Now linebackers have to run the hump. So when you, as a defensive lineman, if you don't, if you get pushed off the off the off the ball, 
Now your linebacker's five yards deep, and they push you into him. Now the linebacker, he's trying to hold them off and now make plays. That's not how oh, defenses man. function. The functionality of this defense is not functioning at the level. When you're getting double teamed, you're taught to grub, either turn a knee, hold on to that guard, drop to one knee, so now you drop to a knee, and now you're getting skinny. So now they can't just, and he's going he's gonna to have to lean on you, and now once that guard says, okay, I'm going to block down more because you turn like this, Goo, so now he's got to turn his hips and block down. Now your linebacker can shoot the gap. The continuity in what I'm watching with defenses is not here. This defense has to get better. So you're asking me, I see a fundamental breakdown in the defense. I see safeties taking bad angles. I see guys getting pinned down. And now the guard gets a pull out, and he's pulling on the corner. So when you see a little corner and the guard's pulling for the corner, that's a mismatch. Is this scheme low? It sounds like you're breaking down scheme to me. I I'm breaking down scheme, but I'm also breaking down technique. You say, how do you stop returns? When I played kickoff return and I played kickoff team, the defensive coach, when I'm playing kickoff, he says, how do you stop returns? Over the top, stop returns. Over the top. Because you go over the top, everyone's going over the top. Think about you or you're playing kickoff team. And everyone goes over the top to the left. You kick the ball deep left, so everyone's going over the top. Every lane now is covered. You gotta stay in the lane. Integrity of the defense has is being compromised. Mm. Guys gotta say, okay, when this guy's coming down to crack me, crack, 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 make the sound. Fight. That means telling defensive end he's got to shoot out. Now the guards got to hit. Now the linebackers got to hit that C gap. Now the corner, the safety's got to come down in force. So I'm not seeing the fundamentals. So guys are taking turns. They're in the right position, but they're taking turns making mistakes. Wow. 888-957-9570 is the number. Evan Giddings in for Steiny with Guru Lorenzo Neal here with you on 95.7 The Game. Let's get out to Martinez. Bring on Nick. What's happening, Nick? How you doing, my man? Gentlemen, what's going on? Lorenzo, how you doing, man? My man, what's going on, brother? <laughs> so, hey, man, I, I want to hand out Guru, what's up, man, too. I, what's up, baby? You. Uh, but I do want to give some flowers before I get to my point. Uh, flowers to Lorenzo Neal. Um, I have the privilege and I'm blessed to be able to sit in the Blue Shield Club. And uh, the last time that I went to, to the game, uh, I was there. Lorenzo was there. You're on a phone call, brother. And I went to take a selfie. You you were on a call. And I was just trying to catch you in the background. Brother, you stopped your call. And you said, hold on. And you put your arm around me and took a picture with me. As a Niner fan, oh. I'm just telling you, brother, you're a big man, but your heart is even bigger. Like, you oh, that meant so much to me, man. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Oh, five. Goo, give him a break. Give him a five. Let's give him a five, Give him a five. Yeah. give you a five. You gave out, finally gave out a five. Thank you. That is it's five yeah, the highest, here, right? Here, yeah. Here's here are some other flowers I want to hand out, man. To the Lions, to the Lions, man. They, they came out that first half with the heart of a lion. They put that on the table. They, man, they hit us in the mouth, right? But to my point, you guys were talking about mantras, and when I was when when the team was coming out, man, the second half, the only thing that I could hear was that Rocky Balboa speech. It's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard <laughs> you can get hit and keep coming 
back, right? We came out with the eye of the tiger that second half. You look at Brock Purdy's eyes, the way that he operated, the way that he put the team on his back. And it's really not just about Brock, gentlemen. Come on, man. This is about the whole team. Everybody questioned themselves. This is not about one man. This is about a team. And we came out this second half, not just this game, but the last. Niner Empire, get ready. We're in it. We are all in. We're doing this for the Bay, gentlemen. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you. Love you guys. Love the show. Operation Vegas. Thanks, Nick. Viva. Yeah. I mean, look at low. Look at low, man. Just a, a man. He of ain't people. never met a camera. He didn't like. Not above the equal. Playing low, but that was big of you. No, no. You remember it, or you take so many? Yeah, uh, he. I think well, I, you know what? Just yeah, say you did. No, I yeah. totally remember. It's a couple weeks ago. I okay. totally remember that. I was on a phone call. But yeah, but you know, you don't own your brand. People do, and I love individuals, man. I love people, and man, great guys, and just like you guys, we're all great here. Well, speaking of brands, we got a great one on the line. Let's bring in Tim Boyle from the Highland Mint. Over the past 29 years, has produced the coin that is flipped immediately prior to the big game. I'm showing it right now, Tim, here for our YouTube audience and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. I want to bring him on. He has a special offer for our listeners after yesterday's great win for the Niners. Um, so make sure you're locked in right now. How Tim? Tim, how you doing, my man? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us on. Tim, well, yeah, welcome to the show, man. Tell us about this great coin. I'm showing our audience right now. Yeah, okay, so this is the coin that uh, is used for the coin toss to start the game at the Super Bowl. So uh, the Highland Mint, uh, we've been doing this for uh, 31 years, and we started with Super Bowl 27, and uh, it's become such a big part of the opening ceremony. So uh, what we're showing here and what we're offering is uh, the coin, the exact replica of the coin that will be used on the field. It's a 39-millimeter coin. It's struck like real currency, and it's uh, silver-plated with selective gold plating on it. One side has a Super Bowl 58 logo with Roger Goodell's signature, and on the other side you have the dueling logos of the 49ers and the Chiefs. So all this comes packaged inside a 4x6 book, and uh, the same one that we've been using only for this product for 31 years. And uh, we also, there, uh, there's a certificate of authenticity that comes with that. The certificate's numbered, the coin is numbered. So it's a special collectible. Well, Tim, we really appreciate it. And again, Tim Boyle from the Highland Mint. Again, he's been doing this for nearly 30 years. Tim, tell the people how they can get in on this right now. So this is a limited edition of only 10,000, so 10,000 is not much when you consider how many people watch the game or are into football or how many 49er fans are out there. So you could uh, buy this now by calling us at 888-560-2727. That's 888-560-2727. Or you could go to sbflip.com. That's S is in super, B is in bowl, F L I P dot com, and the cost is ninety nine dollars per coin. Somebody will be ready to take your call. If you have any questions, let us. And we'll make sure you get it before the game. And Tim, it, let, let me know if this is okay. Right before you go, is it okay if we give away one on our show right now? Is that okay with you? Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. Um, and uh, those uh, who don't, aren't lucky enough to uh, to win it, then give us a shout right away. Right on. Tim Boyle, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. 
Okay, thank you very much. God, I wish I could get in that and win that. That yeah, is freaking awesome. Dope, well, let man. me tell you how you can right now. Again, how? Tim's going to give away, along with our help, one of the coins that is flipped immediately prior to the big game. He's been doing this for nearly 30 years. It's a fantastic coin. Goose hanging it up, showing it up right now on YouTube and Twitch. The fifth caller to the contest wow. line wins one of these coins. Woo! The number is 415 523 That's 415 Four six five two. Caller number five is going to win one of those minted coins from Tim Boyle at Highland Mint. Again, they flip it before every big game. This is something you don't want to miss out on. Four one five. Give it to him one more time. Four one five five two three four six five two. On the other side, we're going to talk about the 49ers being in that big game. Of course, after their seventeen point comeback against the Lions, Guru Low Evan Giddings with you on ninety five seven. The game standing Guru back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 